Good morning, sunshine. It's a brand new day filled with brand new mercies. What was your first thought this morning? Thank you for joining me to hear mine. It's My Morning Thought with Barbara Scorza. Good morning, sunshine. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. And as always, I want to hear yours. I really love to know what was your first thought this morning? Okay, perhaps you're listening to this in the evening or some other time and you don't remember your first thought this morning. What are you thinking right now? What's going through your mind? So here's my first thought. Okay, when? That's my first thought. Okay, now that you've landed there, when? When are you going to do something about it? I had a brief conversation with someone yesterday about setting personal boundaries. And I'm going to go back today to revisit that conversation. But they had set some personal boundaries in their lives. And then they had to stand on those boundaries. Like I've set them and then someone comes with an attempt to push themselves over that boundary. So they had to stand on that boundary. And then their statement was, so why do I feel bad about saying no? So in a nutshell, what I said was no has been given a bad rap. We tend to think of no in a negative. Like if I said no, that's a negative thing. Um, no doesn't have to be negative. No can be positive and loving. And I think boils down to intent. So if my no is because I've created this boundary and this boundary is for my protection, for your good, or for your protection and my good, if the intent of it is pure, then the no is good because I've already thought through this and this is beneficial. So the no is a good thing. Now, when I say intent matters, if I'm saying no because I just want to show you or get back at you or I'll teach you, then that's the no is no longer a good thing. The no is mean and negative. So intent matters. So the okay win with respect to that scenario is here's the boundaries. So, okay, when am I going to enforce the boundaries or stand on the boundaries? And doing so, remember, is good. It's not negative. It's good. So if someone takes offense to the boundary, it's okay. You can, you can feel okay in knowing why you did it. Here's the intent. And you can even share that with them. If it's someone that you care about and they're offended, then you want them to understand why you did what you did. But, and it's okay. You can share that with them. But if they still walk away with a different perspective, it's okay. Because you knew the intent of your heart when you did it. And you know that that boundary is for your good or your protection or their good or their protection. You know, think about boundaries we set up for our kids. You can't run in the street. 
why you can't run in the street because I want to be mean and tell you not to run and play in the street no because I understand the dangers of the street and I am trying to protect you so no and the answer is no and it doesn't matter how many times you ask the answer is still no not because I'm mean but because I love so okay what are some boundaries you have and when when are you going to stand on them but okay when also for me um so I was talking to someone at church yesterday and they were telling me that they listen to the podcast every day and um you know I was saying thank you for that I appreciate that it means a lot to me because for you to take 10 15 minutes out of your day to listen that means something to me because you don't have to and then I'm praying that you're not just listening to me that because it's always my prayer everything that I say or do is that it is not for me but that somebody can glean something from God and like I said my morning thought is it's actually derived out of my prayer and quiet time and what God is speaking to me for that day. So I count it a blessing and a real joy when someone tells me that they're listening. I don't take it for granted. It means a lot. And I'm praying for everyone who listens. I'm praying that God will meet them right where they are. And if there's something that they need to hear that God will prick their hearts with it. And again, not about me, but him for his glory I was also telling them that you know this has been life given to me I said that to I think it was my son and he told me I sound like a commercial <laughs> but it's been life given for me because in order for me to do this like I am literally spending intentional time with God and not just in prayer asking for things I'm sitting in quietness listening like I want to hear what you're saying to me I want to move as you say move so this has been life given to me and January will actually be my one-year anniversary so I have been thinking about you know what do I do for the one-year anniversary I want to mark it I want to celebrate what God has done and I landed on probably a couple months ago like even as I was approaching the six month anniversary I had landed on the fact that I wanted to do a retreat and I hadn't narrowed any of that down had just thought that I, you know I want to do a retreat and I thought maybe it'll be a silent prayer retreat or like I said I hadn't narrowed it down all I knew was a retreat was what I wanted well several weeks ago a couple weeks ago I landed on I wanted to do a retreat for parents who've lost children and I think I've even said this on a podcast before I know way too many people who've buried children and you know I think about what that was like for me and then I think about others and just that it's un it feels unnatural Although death is natural, or rather death is is um, imminent, like we will die, we know that. But for a parent to bury a child, it just feels like the cycle 
didn't go as it should go. And we know that's all because of sin. But I wanted to have a retreat where we could have some grief counselors come in and people can talk and share. Because even if you've, like, Kevin's been dead for 12 years now. But I still think about him every day. And I mentioned that, you know, there was a time after his death where getting up in the morning didn't feel like a blessing. You know, it was like, I don't even know if I could do this. So I wanted to do a retreat. I want to do a retreat. And I've been talking about it and thinking through it. And maybe I've even put just a few things to paper, but that's it. So yesterday, a friend of mine um, from New Orleans who lives in Chicago now sent me a, a clip from a sermon that they had at their church. And um, so, again, I've been thinking about that I wanted to do this retreat. I wanted it to be for parents who've lost kids. And yesterday he sends me this link to this sermon and the sermon is from a guy at their church who lost a child during COVID. And my friend's note in the text was, you know, here's a link to this sermon. I think it'll bless you. So I'm listening to it and he doesn't, he's preaching from Psalm 23 and he doesn't talk about the loss of his child until towards the end of the sermon. And I'm thinking, and I'm hearing him and hearing what he's saying. And I'm feeling like, okay, God, so are you saying that this is confirmation that I really should be doing this? And I believe that it is. So I've reached back out to him a couple more times and I'm going to try and connect with that pastor and that pastor's wife. And anyway, remember my words this morning was, okay, when? So here's the scripture that I was led to Proverbs 14 and 23. It says, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty so what we're hearing in this scripture is you have to put the work in like to you got to put the work in if you just sit back and talk about it you'll get nowhere you got to put the work in and I've also like I listen to a lot of podcasts all throughout the day and I hear podcasts about people who have like saw a need and did something about it and what it, you know, where it led them. I listened to a podcast um, called Rethinking with Adam Grant. And he often talks to people about your businesses. Like he talks to this, this couple who started the Seattle Coffee Company. And it they talk about starting that company, how they were, out of the country and looking for a good cup of coffee and there was none and out of that was born the Seattle Coffee Company you know so I'm thinking about you know 
people have these sometimes it's not even a passion of theirs it's just a need that needs to be filled and they step into it so again okay when i really feel like god has is saying to me that this is what you need to be doing so the question is okay when remember all hard work brings a profit but mere talk leads only to poverty so i want you to be praying for me that I will not merely talk about what God has impressed on my heart to do. But I want the same thing for you. What is God talking to you about doing? What do you have a passion for? Where is a need that you can feel? What can you do that will bring him glory? Because remember, it's not about you, but it's about bringing him glory. What is that thing on your heart? I want to hear about it. I want to know what it is that God has placed on your heart. What is it that he's prompting you to do? And okay, when? Remember guys, I love, love, love hearing from you. It just does my heart good to know that um, you're listening and that you're gleaning something. And again, remember, it is never about me, but it's all about God. Um, my goal is to make Jesus famous. So I'd love to hear from you. You can always give me a call, send me a text. There's a number in the description of this episode where you can leave a message. You can always go to the website, www.mymorningthought.com, or you can go to the Facebook page, mymorningthought.com. Send me an email at barbara at mymorningthought.com. Again, thank you. Thank you for listening. And I'm going to be praying that whatever it is that God is, that thought he's putting your mind that you should do that he pushes you with that and that you listen so that you can move at his command okay when thank you for joining me for my morning thought and don't forget i want to know yours so leave me a note and until we meet again do the right thing because it's the right thing to do i'm your host barbara scorza and our music was by Ashat Daniel Yen.